Today on the big train wreck, man on an island syndrome, so that happens, stupid people are stupid, and a little bit about the reservoir tip. Hey, you sick, twisted freaks, it's Rolly. Welcome to the new week. Welcome to a new podcast, Freshly Squeezed. So, this week I wanted to start by talking about my day job. Sort of. I'm not going to get into a whole lot of detail about what I do. I am going to talk about where I do it, though. Um, I work from home. And I started working for the company that I'm working for in August of 2021. Very happy with where I ended up. I'm, I'm making the money I was making before the pandemic. The bills are getting paid. I have almost nothing to complain about, and that word almost is what's doing the heavy lifting here. So I want to talk to you for a second about what I will call um, man on an island syndrome. The more and more I think about it, the more I think this is the source of the deep blue funk that I've been in for a few months that I mentioned at the beginning of the last show. So if you work from home, it's easy to get into a rut. It's easy to, to uh, get isolated is not the word, but y- you get into a rut. You sit on your ass in the office, work's done, you relocate your ass to the couch, and you sit your ass on the couch. You sleep, you eat, you gain 15 pounds, not that I would know anything about that. You get lethargic, you don't want to do shit, and then you get depressed. And when I say you, I mean me all GD day. So now you, and this time I do mean you, if you are a human being that's hopefully blessed with two brain cells that fire in succession and a modicum of common sense, you may know this to be true. And I'm happy to tell you that you're right. However, there are times in my life when I didn't have two brain cells that fire in succession or a quark of common sense. And this is probably one of those times. How do I know this? I'll tell you why. Because last Monday when we had off for the holiday, The wife and I got in the car. We went up the eastern shore to Ocean City. We cruised the coastal highway. I made a POV video for YouTube, which, by the way, you can go and find. And when I I, the whole day from getting up in the morning and going to coming home and making that video and putting it up on the YouTubes, I felt amazing all day long. And what that means is that I'm a creature of habit, whatever habit that is. I fall into a routine just because I get comfortable doesn't mean that it's healthy. Just the opposite, actually. And, and, you know, it's weird because I've been an advocate for the work from home thing. Just as soon as it was established, the productivity didn't suffer as a result. Contrary to what the powers that be that would like you to come back into the office uh, would tell you. Uh, Contrary to what um, the uh, uh, local economy around you might tell you. I still believe that it's a thing. However, hindsight being 2020, I, I can see a benefit to the hybrid setup now. Um, three days home, two days office, for example. Now, my home office is in Northern Virginia, so I'm not making a four-hour commute twice a week. That's just not going to happen. So uh, there's a need to get out of the house and deal with people closely every day if you have a hybrid setup. And, and I haven't had to do that, and I won't have to do that as long as I'm working this job. 
the other thing that I mentioned before is uh, the vortex of suck uh, that you get drawn into when you have the self-awareness to know that you're not okay, but not the motivation to take care of yourself. And then you get mad because you're not taking care of yourself. And it just goes and it just gets into a vicious circle that way. And in my case, it's the need to make sure that everybody else around me is okay. And, and ignore my own fucking problem. So, yeah, and I'm very, I'm not good at a lot, but I'm very, 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 very good at that until it's unavoidable. And for me, that usually means I need a day off to myself to rest, to reflect, to reconnect with the part of me that wants to do shit. And I haven't had really much of a chance to do that lately. I used to be really, really good at uh, taking a mental health day every couple of months just to recharge the battery. And I, I hadn't done that in a long time. I need to get back to doing that. I just did it recently. And I felt better as a result. I really did. I don't know if there's a takeaway from any of this other than to say, hi, it's me. I'm the bad example. It's me. But don't be me. Take the time to, that you're given. Uh, to take care of yourself and don't stay cooped up in your damn house all day like I, I apparently have been doing. And at the very least, go do something that you like to do. If it, you know, the act of doing or creating or just going, verb however you verb. It's not my place, you know? You, you figure out what it is. But if you're in my situation, you might find that you feel better at the end of the day, almost quite literally. So I thought I'd bring that up. Up next, we're going to talk about the week that was in So That Happened. You're listening to Rolly. Hey, kids, welcome back. And I'm going to tell you right up front that this is seventh take of this particular segment so if i screw this up i'm just gonna go okay this who know is it supposed to be professional i don't know am i a professional i don't know do i need professional help you bet your ass so if you checked out this week and why wouldn't you have who can blame you okay you're sitting on your couch you're minding your own business. The next thing you know, they're talking about nukes and they're talking about the exploding sun and they're talking about opening the seventh seal of the apocalypse and you're just sitting there going, what the hell is going on? This is, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. These are some items of interest from the week that was. I'm so over this at this point. You have no idea. Let's just, let's just go, shall we? Okay, let's go. Okay. Item number one, Dateline Washington via the AP. Eager to impeach Joe Biden, hard-right Republicans forced to vote on Thursday that sent the matter to committee in a clear demonstration of the challenge that Kevin McCarthy has in controlling his ass and all the other asses under his ass. He has a large tent ass and he has little tiny asses under the umbrella tent ass that he has. And he can't figure out how to keep that. What? I'm, I'm giddy at this point. Let's just go. One lawmaker, a single lawmaker on several levels, Lauren Boebert of, of, of Chicago. She's not in Chicago. Chicago would kill her. Republican of Colorado. Single lawmaker. If you like it, you should have put a... No, God, no. If you like, if, if you like it, you should have put a fresh on it. If you hate it, you should put a fresh on it. 
Is that political? I don't know. I don't care. Hey, let's move on, shall we? Many view this as a political distraction from other priorities. The measure charges Biden with high crimes and misdemeanors because of his handling of the U.S. border with Mexico. Now, it was a 219-208 party line vote, sent it to the committees where it's going to go to die. Why? I'll tell you why. Al Green. Who? No, not the singer. I'm so in love with you. Not really. So, Representative Al Green of Houston, Texas, filed articles of impeachment against Donald Trump three times between 2017 and 2019. The reasons for the impeachment, Trump called uh, people, uh, fine people on both sides. That's number one. Number two, the Muslim immigration ban. Number three, saying immigrants and members of Congress who look like immigrants or, or who are immigrants should go back home. Those are the three things. Now, Donald Trump is a steaming pile of sewage made flesh. Those don't rise to the level of impeachment. Stay with me. Bobert, Bobert, two articles of impeachment in this Congress for the border crisis and for how we left Afghanistan in the previous, I just don't care, Afghanistan in the previous Congress. Both of those have failed. They failed. For the same reason, Al Green's have failed. It's bullshit. It's performative bullshit. It's, we know it's performative bullshit. They know it's performative bullshit. I might even go so far as to say impeachment itself is performative bullshit if you don't have the, cue Thomas Jefferson, if you don't have the fucking votes. It's so you can say, hey, Look, we did something. Didn't work out, but look at all the bloviating. Did you see all the bloviating we did, right? Bloviating is hard work. Did you see us bloviating? You saw us, right? Don't worry, you will. You will see us bloviating on social media, on Fox News, on MSNBC, on CNN, on your mom. We will be bloviating. Not enough caffeine in this universe. For where I'm at, I'm I'm still going. I'm going to orbit before this is done. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Item number two, Dateline, the UK sun, not exploding. Also doesn't exist because it rains all, what? <clears throat> Pardon me. President Zelensky has warned Russia is planning a nuclear attack in, uh, God, I'm not even going to pronounce this. Zephod Bibelbrox. Look it up. Zelensky said that Putin's forces were preparing to unleash a radiation leak at the Russian-controlled Zaphod Bibelbrock's nuclear plant. He posted on social media, quote, intelligence services have received information that Russia is considering the scenario of a terrorist act at the Zaphod Bibelbrock's nuclear plant, a terrorist act with the release of radiation. They prepared everything for this. The Kremlin, of course, has said, no, 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 we're not doing that. Could you, hey, that plug over there, could you walk away from that? Because I don't want to see, if the camera goes over, the camera's moving towards you, walk away. See, we're not doing anything. Borscht. I am Oswald. I am Oswald, the, the, the communist op- octopus. Comrade, I don't know. It was something that's happened earlier in the day. It started as Oswald, the Nazi octopus, and that was much worse. And you don't want to know. Sometimes I just get going in the car and I can't stop. Why wasn't I recording? The world will never know. I'm saying. <laughs> 
Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov said, this is another lie. They were just contacts with the IAEA, I, IOU, uh, all the ding-dong day. Bucket. Uh, a very high assessment from the IAEA, IOU, and sometimes why <laughs> Atomic Energy Agency. They saw everything they wanted to see. Oh, hell no. Could, no. Guys, could you fucking not? Okay? Could you not? I not only had to worry about the Soviets or insane American generals or senile presidents or premiers deciding to call it a planet, but I watched a fucking movie once about domestic terrorists setting off a bomb in Charleston Harbor that looked like a newscast once. I'm done. I'm done with all of you. You fuckers need to find Jesus or Poontang or Poontang Jesus or whatever it is that you need. Find it. Find it. Find it. Item number three. KansasCity.com. Former FBI intelligence analyst from Dodge City, who kept hundreds of classified documents at her home, including her bathroom, was sentenced to nearly four years in prison by a judge in Kansas City for violating the same part of the Espionage Act that somebody else did. Uh, is uh, yeah. Yeah. So... The judge said, I can't fathom why you would jeopardize your nation by leaving those types of documents in your bathtub. <sighs> yeah, that's a problem. See, okay, cognitive dissonance in three, two, one. So, <clears throat> have you ever experienced a phenomenon when you buy a new car or want to buy a new car and all you see on the road is that car? It's like they're coming to find you, right? It, it's... It, <laughs> You're you're a magnet for that, right? Now I'm not saying this phenomenon ever happens in popular popular news. No, why why would it ever happen there? But I am saying that editor's going to edit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. How much do you want to bet that they're going to get a few more examples between now and whenever this court case starts, August or December? I I, heard, I saw a motion that they were going to put it off till December. People who went to jail or are about to go to jail for the same charge. Think that's going to happen? think you're gonna get a lot of that in completely unrelated news i haven't seen a pt cruiser in years you're listening to rolling program there are three things that you can find uh universal on this planet death taxes and stupid people are stupid first off just an honorable mention to the five unfortunate souls with more money than sense i i didn't wish the mill i nothing but condolences to them their families their loved ones uh but you know i will say this if there's one place on the planet that has a Predisposition, uh, predisposition of eating the rich. I, I think it's the site where the poor and indigent were prevented from getting on the fucking lifeboats and condemning them to an icy death. Now, on a personal note, I remember when they located the Titanic. It was like 85 or 86, somewhere in there. And I remember them saying, it was my impression, that 
the location of the Titanic would never be made public, and that was to discourage grave robbers. Now, I don't know if grave robbers has been a problem, but making the ship of death a fucking tourist attraction ain't much better. Just, you know, let the dead rest, man. Okay, and 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 find something better to do with your 250K, for fuck's sake. I mean, even if you don't want to give it to charity, find something better to do. I, I, I can't believe this is a thing, really. It, it's why would you go down in a in a in a, a freaking something only a little more sophisticated than a Campbell's soup can? It, you know, wheels and pulleys and stuff. I guess my uh, I guess my plan to get to the lip of the Marianas Trench in a converted grain silo with twenty five Evan Roods. I guess that's just a bit unsafe. I just put the deposit down for the porta potty. Item number one, Dateline Newsweek, a Christian pastor. Just just start it there. It just goes downhill from there. Trust me. Who supports Donald Trump recently delivered a sermon. He delivered. Well, you know, Christian pastor Seaman. Yeah. Okay. Delivered a sermon urging Christians to strengthen their passion and suggested that they should be willing to die for their faith. Now. Regeneration Nashville pastor. I'm a Doctor Who fan, and I am offended on so many levels right now. <laughs> I'm kidding. Not really. Regeneration Nashville pastor Kent Christmas. Do you think he changed his name? Do you think? Mm, yeah. Rabbi Hanukkah, could you keep... He's often spoken favorably of Trump, who's running his third presidential campaign and is the clear frontrunner for the GOP candidates, of all the GOP candidates. And in last Sunday's sermon at his Pentecostal church, oh, it's, he's Pentecostal? Who'd have guessed? Pentecostal church in Tennessee, Christmas said that the Muslim faith has become so successful because its followers are willing to die for their beliefs. So we should do that here. Right. Aren't you the people complaining about Sharia law? I am fighting so hard not to do a Southern accent right now. I'm fighting it. So I'm going to try not to do that. Okay. Understand I may fail. You want to know what? I've lived in Virginia a long time. So there's, you want to know why the Muslim faith has had its advancements? It's because the Muslims were willing to die for their beliefs. They were willing to strap bombs to their chest. He said, During the September 17th, 2001 episode of Bill Maher's old ABC show, Politically Correct, one of Maher's guests, Dinesh Dinesh D'Souza, said, These are warriors, and we have to realize the principles of our way of life are in conflict with people in the world. And so, I mean, I'm all for understanding the sociological causes of this, but we should not blame the victim. Americans shouldn't blame themselves because other people want to bomb them. Mar agreed and said, we have been the cowards lobbing cruise missiles from 2,000 miles away. That's cowardly. Staying in the airplane when it hits the building, say what you want, it's not cowardly. Mar got fired from ABC from saying that, for saying that. And it was three years before he found another platform real time on HBO. Now, Kent Christmas... He's not going to get deplatformed for this, but it is worth noting. He said the quiet part out loud. Kent Christmas wants to find zealots who are willing to kill others because they don't believe what he believes while presumably 
he sits on the sidelines and lets his army of God kill for him. I do hope he finds a like-minded soul. I really do. Specifically, the soul that I'm hoping he finds is the Olympic Park and abortion clinic bomber Eric Rudolph, who is currently incarcerated at the ADX Florence Supermax prison near Florence, Colorado. Do you feel me? Item number two, Dateline Atlanta via the AP. The owner of an auto repair shop who paid a former employee with only, well, with, with only, excuse me, there is no way only works in this, in this scenario. 91,500 oily pennies has been ordered by a judge to pay nearly 4 million more cents. <laughs> Federal judge ruled that Miles Walker, he's an auto repair shop owner in Nate. Kent Christmas, and now Miles Walk. I, I did not do this on purpose. Come to Miles Walker's Auto Repair. That is, that's funnier than it should be. <laughs> he owns AOK Walker Auto Works in Peachtree, Peachtree, Georgia. Peachtree City, Georgia. I'm sorry. Peachtree. Which, where do you live? Peachtree. Which one? Owes $39,934 to nine workers for unpaid overtime and damages. Attorneys for Walker agreed to the payments to settle a civil lawsuit brought by the Department of Labor, who accused Walker of retaliating against former employee Andreas Flatten. The names are not intentional, but goddamn. <clears throat> After Flatten filed a complaint with the agency saying Walker owed him a final $915 paycheck, the employer dumped that amount in oil-covered pennies in his driveway. <laughs> the mountain of loose change came with a pay stub signed with an expletive. <laughs> Department of Labor said further investigation found that Walker's business had also violated overtime provisions of the Federal Fair Standards and Labor's Act. I can't do anything. I, item number three, BBC, two of the world's most high-profile technology billionaires, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg, have agreed to fight each other in a cage match. Mr. Musk posted a message on his social media platform, Twitter, <laughs> that he was up for a cage fight with Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg, the boss of Facebook and Instagram parent company Meta, then posted a screenshot of Mr. Musk's tweet with the caption, Send me location. A Meta spokesperson said the story speaks for itself. <laughs> <coughs> kind of a meta-meta joke. I, I've about had it with this planet. I, I can't, I just, I mean it. We've got the sum total of human knowledge in each of our pockets to recall on command, and instead of using it to free, reach some kind of enlightenment, we have now reached the point where two of the richest tech bro man children are now having a dick measuring contest in real time on social media. Mm. And podcast. We also have podcast. It's hi, it's me. I'm the Brahma. I mean, I'm the problem. It's me. Problem. I totally meant problem. I need to adjust. Uh, we'll be right back. You're listening to Rolly.
didn't have a possible coup d'etat in Russia on my bingo card. You were looking in the wrong place. Uh, what do you mean? It's, it's right next to the condom that Al's had in his wallet since 1990-something. I don't have... Al? Yeah, okay. Wait a minute, what? You're, you're kidding. Let me see that. I'm, I'm afraid to take it out. That's what she... Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Yeah, touche. I got it. Hold on. Here. Thank you. Um, wow. What? Well, this is a new one. I mean, it's not new, clearly, but... Uh, I, I remember Billy Beer, right? Okay. But Gorbachev condoms? Well, yeah, see, the birthmark is the, I don't need that much information. Ever. I don't need ever. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, the Yeltsins were much better. Really? Oh, God, I'm going to regret this one. Really? How? Well, well, you know, they came with a case of vodka. I think that's the only way Yeltsin himself ever... Ah, uh, no, no, no. Back away from the ledge on that. Okay, sorry. You're, you're all right? Yeah, I'm sorry. I just, I felt myself... Go, that's, that wasn't going to be a good... No. No. Can't unhear it. Can't unsee it. You okay, booby? Shut up. Just let me get on with it, okay? You know, but I, the thing is, I just, I must have been watching that all day Saturday for it to end the way that it did. What, were you disappointed? No, no, that's not the right word. I don't know. I mean, just not disappointed per se, but it just seemed like a huge buildup and then nothing. Sort of like this show. Sorry. Uh, yeah, that was really kind of, I, I, okay, I got it. That, that works. It's just... Yeah, okay. That's okay. I just, I thought he was talking about Al's last date. Hence the unopened, you know, you know more like unearthed. Yeah, condom. You guys, hey, you guys, okay, that's it. That's all. That's going to do it for this episode of Rolly, folks, okay? If you can follow me on the most of the socials, it's Chris Rolly, K-R-I-S-R-O-L-E-Y. One name, all the same, if you please. Catch the audio version of The Trainwreck by searching for Rolly on the podcatcher of your choice. Question everything but the contents of a tuna melt, something you gotta take on faith. I'll see you next week, folks. Bye bye now.